Today on Locked On Red Wings, soon you'll be able to watch your Red Wings games on Amazon. <laughs> your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's the matter, buddy? You didn't like that cold open? <laughs> On Amazon? Amazon? (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. Uh, Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Um, And on today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about exactly what was in the cold open. Uh, Amazon bought a minority stakes in Bally Sports, which means that don't know when. But in the near future, you'll be able to watch the Red Wings games on Amazon. Uh, we also going to talk about Rafferty getting sent back to Grand Rapids. Probably lead off with that because it's kind of news and notes. Uh, does that mean Jake Wallman's close? Also, preview a tough slate, tough weekend slate against the Tampa Bay Lightning and Carolina Hurricanes. And maybe if we're lucky, do a little bit of how do you feel about it Friday at the end. We haven't done that in a while, but there's a lot to cover in this episode. So only if we have time before we can even break down any of those topics. Got to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. Scotty, happy Friday, by the way. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, feeling the Friday sillies. Getting ready to get into the weekend. Excited to, you know, have two days off, pretty much. Yeah. It's always a good feeling. Um, but got a couple of games to preview and a couple of news and notes to give the people. So let's get into it. Brogan Rafferty on Thursday was reassigned to the Grand Rapids Griffins. Never played a game with the Red Wings in his time. Uh, he was recalled, but he was up just in case another defenseman went down, plus the Wolman illness. But Wolman is getting closer. He's still questionable for the game tonight, according to Derek Lalone, on Thursday. Now, depending on what time you listen to this on Friday, that could have changed. But as of Thursday, when we're recording this, Jake Wolman is still questionable, even though he has practiced with the Red Wings. Uh, probably a situation where he's healthy, but they want to make sure he's like back up to game speed after spending about a week sick. So there's your news and notes. Scotty, got anything to add? No, no, that's uh, pretty much it, man. I uh, I think we're all just kind of waiting and hoping for Wolman to be back as soon as possible. And praying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Red Wings have been playing hot regardless with or without him, sure. uh, but t- putting him back in the lineup is definitely a boost to the defensive side of the puck and without. hopefully we'll continue to propel the point streak. Uh, but yeah, the main topic in today's episode outside of the previews is it was announced on, I think, Wednesday. And we this had been in the news for a while that Amazon was working on doing this, but it was an- announced that Amazon was finalizing buying a minority stake in Bally Sports, which means that any team whose broadcast rights are still owned by Bally will now be able to be streamed on Amazon prime. Once the uh, I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, which I mean, Scotty, I guess my question here is, is how does that make you feel? I joked that we're not doing, how do you feel about it Friday until fr- uh, the end of the show, but let's lead off with a, how do you feel about Amazon? Yeah, man. I, I, um, I mean, first initial reaction is, is pro. Right. Like, I, I don't. If you have had the pleasure of watching via Bally 
the last couple of years. Which uh, I, I have. Don't, I don't think there are too many people that uh, hear this news and are super upset or worried that the product is going to get any worse. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll put it that way. And uh, and that's also absolutely nothing to do with the the like on-air personalities are fantastic, obviously, everywhere. This is strictly just a... Um, a a viewership and like availability, et cetera, et cetera. The actual watching of the games uh, consistently has been inconsistent. And so, yeah, I think the initial reaction for most people is that it can only lead to good things. Uh, I There's some varying uh, reports and opinions on how quickly it's going to take place. It does sound like, and this will be something that, obviously affects the Tigers probably quicker than any other team in the area. The Lions obviously not on Bally because they're it's football, so they're on, you know, more national scale. And then the other three teams, you know, the, the Pistons and Wings are already far enough in their season. And this still, like you said, has to kind of be finalized. It's finalized, but it has to be all the, the uh, intricacies have to be still ironed out. So I... It sounds like, to me, it sounds like the Tigers are going to be available on Amazon pretty much the entire season, definitely at some point in 2024. Uh, And then the other two teams, the Wings and the Pistons, it sounds like will either be like a very end of the season thing or, uh, you know, a next year, a next season thing, I should say. Uh, for those teams. So yeah, I, I think it's exciting. Uh, I am pro this move. Like I said, any issues I have with Bally have nothing to do with the the people working there. So I hope that they retain the the on-air personalities and, uh, you know, the people, the producers and whatnot that I'm sure do a great job. Um, but this is a, a better, should be, I guess we don't know yet. Maybe it's horrible, but like it should <laughs> be a, uh, a a better way to watch our team uh, every day, which is uh, only a good thing in my eyes. Your team every day? Sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, no, I, in a vacuum, I completely agree with you. I, I think there, uh, there's only the only potential drawbacks don't sound like they're going to be happening. I mean, when this first came out, there was a lot of like speculation, like, does this mean that you'll only be able to stream hockey games from now on because it's going to go to Amazon Prime? Doesn't seem like that's going to be true. No, seems like it'll be available. Several on- reports that a cable will, cable yeah. you know packages will still be available because Bally still exists. They didn't just absorb the entire thing. It's a it's a partnership. They took, like you said, minority ownership here off rip. So yeah, like Bally, the channel, it sounds like at least will still exist. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, I mean, good for Red Wings fans. I mean, I have some reservations just in regards to the fact that Amazon is acquiring another uh, (laughs) property and they're becoming even more of a monopoly. So, I mean, that, that's a drawback. If you want to take a step back and look at like the bigger, uh, you know, nationwide scale. Yeah, Yeah. But I have no complaints about how Amazon runs its product for, what is it? They have Thursday night football or is that Peacock? No, they have Thursday night football. They have Thursday night football. And over the course of the se- over the course of the season, I was able to watch you know games I normally would have to watch with a digital antenna on Amazon Prime because almost ever that's the thing that's the nicest. And unless they end up doing like tiered memberships and you have to pay more for the sports package or whatever, which let's be honest, knowing 
American Greed is a very possible thing they, that could happen down the line. I think they will. I don't think yeah. it's just going to be like, oh, you have Amazon Prime, you get all these sports now. I, I just well, like it, Valley, just like Valley was, you have to buy the Detroit sports package or whatever. I'd imagine. I think, regardless, it'll still be like regional based. Like, I don't think you'll be able to it see will. it because no. you can't. ESPN Plus still has the rights to out of market broadcasts. Well, so. You're not going to be able to watch Red Wings if you're out of broadcast, out of network, rather. All of the broadcasting companies have deals with the league to not just make every game available to everybody so that they can sell by NHL TV, by MLB TV for their respective league. Yeah. But it'll still be regional. And it'll, again, Bally still exists. Like, this isn't like it just absorbed the entire thing. It's a minority partnership. Like, they are minority stake in the ownership. It's, It's a partnership. It's just going to be available through Amazon Prime, which if you've ever used the Bally app, I I think you probably are pretty psyched about. Yeah, and that's the thing I'm psyched about too, because the Bally app just continually is hot garbage. Like, let's just say it. And if it comes, and if it does come with the Amazon Prime-based membership, we don't know yet, details haven't come out yet, but if you just get to be able to watch your Red Wings with a base Prime membership, I mean, that's, your viewership's going to skyrocket because it's so almost, I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but it feels like everybody has Amazon Prime at this point because it's just so useful in everyday life. Like I didn't even, I had Amazon Prime since I was in high school. You know how long it took me to figure out I had Prime Video along with it just as an added perk? Like it's it's been such a nice added benefit. And if that, the Red Wings now and the Red Wings, Red Wings fans or Tigers fans or Milwaukee Bucks fans, whatever sport you love, whatever team you love in your network, is now carried on Amazon Prime as a perk of being a Prime member. That is a huge bonus, not just to the fans, but to viewership too, because it makes it. It let's face it, it will make it more accessible. I mean, it, yeah, oh yeah. The, the the perks you get for being a Prime membership are great. And again, I have my reservations about a company like Amazon Prime getting even more powerful. But uh, yeah, in this I, instance, I, in this instance, it benefits me, so I'm going to turn a blind eye. <laughs> well, also, I again, I I would think that it's not just going to be you have like that's a great theory I, I maybe i'm completely off base here i can't imagine that it's just going to be you have prime you get valley sports automatically if they do do tiered membership i can't imagine it being more than what i currently pay for valley right. on a yearly subscription which is uh, like no, 200 dollars a year like, I, I feel like Red Wings fans that are paying both Amazon and Bally or even just Bally are probably going to save money in the long run by getting whatever tiered membership that they may have for this, this prime membership. And this is all baseless speculation. I don't know. They could come out with like a $500 yearly plan and Red Wings fans are going to be screwed. And it's going to make it more inaccessible, but I'm finding it. I'm finding it hard to find a route where for the for the casual Red Wings fan, this is a bad thing. Yeah, agreed. Again, like the the biggest issue everybody has with Bally is the uh, the accessibility and and the uh, yeah the the app and everything that goes on there. So uh, I, I would imagine that you're putting a different company and platform in charge of that is is hopefully and probably going to be a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, uh, Scotty, we got two games to preview. So let's go ahead and dive right into that. And then if we got a little bit of time at the end, we'll finish off the how do you feel about it Friday? We haven't done that in quite some time. So stay tuned to segment two of Lockdown Red Wings. 
Going to talk to you guys today about Indeed. They're driven, we are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling screening, Scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you hire faster. 93% of, it doesn't just help you hire faster. It does help you hire faster. I know that firsthand. Uh, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And like I just hinted at, I've used Indeed personally myself. I talked about it on yesterday's episode. I used Indeed back when I worked at Hockey Town Authentics in Troy back when that still exists, rest in peace. And uh, at the LCA team store as an assistant manager, that's how we did all of our hiring. It's the best way to find quality candidates. It made it super easy to use. A lot of times your resumes were uploaded immediately. You didn't have to ask for them and you could just reach right out. I mean, preseason, you have to hire what 40, 50 workers to run, not just the team store, but all the outlet stores around the arena. You need to fill the arena fast. And Indeed made it super easy to hire quality candidates in the blink of an eye. So I highly recommend if you're looking to hire to call indeed and listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs, more visibility at indeed.com slash lockdown. Just go to indeed.com slash lockdown right now and support our show by saying you heard about it on indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash lockdown terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need indeed. indeed also got to talk to you guys. To- oh, sorry, Scotty. <laughs> Also got to talk to you guys today about FanDuel. Scotty, help me out here. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Scotty, I put a fiver down on the Vancouver Canucks to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins last week. They are at plus odds. The Canucks, one of the hottest teams in the NHL right now, playing, I feel, way above their means. Uh, but they're on fire this season, and they won. And so I won about six dollars. Uh, five, yeah, you know, put five down, so I won eleven. Profit is six dollars right there. Don't have to bet a lot, but just have fun. Be responsible. Visit FanDuel.com/lockdown and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I don't think you know what profit means. What if I bet five dollars and they're at plus odds? I won eleven dollars. That's a six dollar profit because I get I'm getting back the initial. Yeah, $5 you said eleven dollar profit. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I misspoke. There, I'm. I was wondering why you were laughing at me. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> I was like, I don't think he knows what that word means. <laughs> no, I just I just misspoke because I'm trying to, you know. Segment two, lockdown Red Wings podcast. Uh, Scotty, tough weekend slate for the Detroit Red Wings. They're playing Carolina. Mm-hmm on friday the day you guys are listening to this and then sunday the game got moved from five to seven to play against the tampa bay lightning so the lions are kicking off against the tampa bay buccaneers at ford field at three and the red wings are puck drop is against the tampa bay lightning at seven across the street at lca so if anyone's going to the double header one i'm praying for your liver but two that should be a fun time very fun time dang right uh, so let's start off talking, just, you know, go in order of the games that are being played Carolina tonight. They're third in the metropolitan division. They are seven, two, and one in their last 10 a record of 24, 14, and five. 
This is a Hurricanes team that is doing exactly what it does every single year, possesses the puck, doesn't let the other team get a lot of shot attempts against. But this year, their goaltending has taken a bit of a dip. I think a bit of a dip is an understatement. This has legitimately been one of the like two or three worst goaltending situations in the entire NHL. This is like, I, and I'm that's not me being dramatic. This is like, depending on what metric you use, like anywhere from 30th to 31st goaltending situation as a team in the entire league. Um, and you're right. They still do play their defensive hurricane style, right? They still do their, you know, possess the puck push everything to the outside, clog the middle style of uh, of defense. Um, but the shots that teams have been getting off, a lot have been finding the back of the net. And for a team like the Wings, who is in the top four or five and just goals scored in the league this year, um, or at least goals scored a game, is, uh, is an opportunity. I would say yeah. certainly a really good hockey team. The Hurricanes are. We talked about it before we went on air. What are they? Seven, two, and one in their last ten. You've already lost to the Hurricanes already this season. Um, yeah, twenty four, fourteen, and five. Pretty darn good team so far on the year. But uh, because they've had leaky goaltending, that is always going to give the opponent an opportunity to to win. Absolutely, and. Uh... You know, this is a Carolina Hurricanes team that has historically and still does do a fantastic job of iso uh, isolating, sheltering their goalies, which is why in years past you've gotten career years out of guys who would go on to be places out, go to be goalie tenders elsewhere, and have not been that good. Alex Ndelkovic, go. Red Wings, being one of those players. <clears throat> But this year, those goalies aren't getting those results. You know, uh, obviously, Frederick Anderson, he's been out until at he's going to be out until at least January 27th. I think you mentioned to me before we recorded, there was a blood clot, which is why he's out. Yeah. Um, Pyotr Kochetkov, who is was their guy last year, he has a save percentage of 900 this year, just a hair below league average, which I believe is floating around at 901, 902 currently. Uh, he is out with a concussion, I believe. I see on CBS that he's questionable. I believe you said that you saw he was out, out for the game. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's not you versus me. That's website versus website. So we'll see what who ends up being right. <laughs> the report that I saw, saw that he's out for that game, yeah. But so that would mean that it's going to be anti-Ranta, who the Red Wings will likely face in this hockey game. And he's got an 8.69 save percentage this season, well below league average by about 30 points. So the, the Red Wings have an opportunity here. And, and Carolina, their, their home ice is a hostile environment. They have one of the most passionate, loud fan bases in the NHL. It's a fun place to fun place to watch hockey games, but not a fun place to be an away fan. Uh, because they do a really good job of giving the Hurricanes home ice advantage. And this is a Hurricanes team that, like I was saying, despite their goaltending, has been one of the best puck possession teams in the NHL. So even if you get a lot of, like, even though, rather, that their goaltending is on the weaker side, you're going to have to fight for every single shot attempt you have. They are first in the NHL in shot attempts at 5-on-5, five five, and first in the NHL in shot attempts per game. Like or across the season cumulatively, which yeah, means yeah. they give they've given up the fewest amount of shot attempts 
to be first in that category. So this is a team that shoots the puck a lot, possesses the hell out of the puck, and then suppresses the hell out of shot attempts, which is something we know. I mean, it was just a year ago where Jake Wallman scored the game winner for like a two to one victory with like five seconds left. It, it was it's a grinded out hockey game against this hockey team, and that's what the Red Wings are going to have to do, which they've begun to become accustomed to, honestly, in the recent stretch. Yeah, no, for sure. And and again, like this is a just because of like the, the Red Wings have been winning games despite being outshot really, you know, a, a decent amount here it, during this hot streak even. So the the premise of like, oh, you might not get a lot of shots, but you're going to have to find a way to win isn't as daunting as it maybe once was just because of how the Red Wings have been winning games anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I Obviously, they, they're 0-1 against the Canes on the year, but um, I'm uh, I'm I'm weirdly fear, feeling you know decently confident going into this one. Well, I mean, when you're what seven zero and one in your last seven or six zero and one in your last seven yeah. games, it, it'll it'll boost your confidence a little bit. This is a top ten team in power play and penalty kill as well. Uh, they're the seventh best penalty kill in the league to the Red Wings' twelfth best, and they are the fourth best power play to the Red Wings' fifteenth best. So it's going to be a tough, tough game regardless. But they have one glaring Achilles heel. So. And one thing that the Red Wings really are strong at is generating scoring chances off the rush. So if you can get, you know, a handful of scoring rushes, you know, you'll be able to break through their their goaltending. And that's what it's going to come down to. You're not going to possess, outpossess this puck. And the Red Wings rarely outpossess other teams. But being able to score off the rush is going to what's is going to be what's going to win you this hockey game. And that's something the Red Wings have excelled at all throughout the year. I think they're third in the entire league in goals forward currently. So the, the, the path to victory is here. Like there is a path to victory, despite this being a really difficult team to play against. Absolutely. So we'll just take another quick break. We return. We'll preview the game against the Tampa Bay lightning. Stay tuned to lockdown red wings. I know we come here to talk sports Scotty, but you know, Things get real in life, and according to the FDA, right now we are in the middle of one of the worst flu seasons in over a decade. And if you're worried about that kind of stuff, you know, go to Jace. Uh, go to Jace.com, get a Jace case with a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff, it can happen to any of us. So visit JaceMedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Segment three, Locked On Red Wings podcast. Scotty, uh, Tampa Bay, they play the, the Red Wings on Sunday, like we said. 7 o'clock got moved because of the Buccaneers game. How electric would it be if the Red Wings and the Lions both beat Tampa Bay on the same day? It would be pretty darn cool. It would be. It I'd would be indeed. pro that happening. I, I am too, also <laughs> pro that happening. Uh, it happened last weekend, not on the same day, but on Saturday the Red Wings beat the Kings, and then on LA, Sunday LA, the Lions yeah. beat the Rams. So it's very possible just because of that one coincidence alone that it happens again. Absolutely. Got it. Uh, anyways, 
Tampa Bay Lightning, they're behind you in the standings, but by not by far. Uh, they are currently fifth in the Atlantic Division to the Red Wings, third as we record this on Thursday. But I believe the point totals that separate them are two, three points. They have 48 or 49 points. They're second in the wild card right behind the Maple Leafs. It's a tight division. It's a tight wild card race. This game against the Lightning is going to carry a lot more weight than the game against the Panthers or the game against Carolina do. Because this is a team you are actively fighting for a playoff spot against. And don't get me wrong. Every single game this month is, is is super important, especially after the abysmal December the Red Wings have. Getting every single victory possible is paramount to the Red Wings continuing their push to end their seven-year playoff drought. But this game against Tampa Bay coming this Sunday is going to be like way above that. It's 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 vital. Yeah, it's going to have a a pretty fun atmosphere. I'm I'm uh, I'm hoping. Obviously, the Lions before that maybe deter from everyone's focus on uh, on hockey maybe but th- this is a this is a huge this is a huge game and and again like it, it just it cannot be understated how how tough of a stretch just the entire like second half of January kind of is for the Red Wings and the fact that they've already been so good so far in the month uh to keep that momentum rolling against an interdivision opponent is obviously huge you're playing at home I uh, I I'm really excited, honestly, for this hockey game. I'm I'm really really excited. Obviously, Tampa Bay. I mean, when was the last time we even just said the sentence you said there that this late into the season, where you were like, you know, the Red Wings are third, the Lightning are fifth in the division. Like that's just something we haven't heard for a while. Obviously, the Lightning have been a powerhouse for uh, many years now at this point, and uh, they've had another pretty solid year. And this is, I mean, special teams. We talk about all the time. This is uh, arguably the best power play in the entire NHL. That's certainly something that uh, your penalty kill that's been doing so well lately is going to have to uh, to try to continue to contain. But uh, this is a really well-rounded, kind of pretty good at everything hockey team, as they are usually. Yep. I mean, Nikita Kucherov, I think, is top of the league, if not like top five in point totals. He's got 72 points in 43 games played, 28 goals, 44 assists. I mean, he's been ageless. Uh, I mean, that's, that's number one. And then number two is Braden point with 44 points in 44 games. Steven Stamkos with 41 and 41. Victor Hedman's got 40, 42. I mean, yeah, they're, they're kind of a top heavy team, but that top heavy team does, it does numbers. I, they have foot five players, six players over 20 points. But then after that, it's just all guys with just a few, a handful of points compared to that, to the Red Wings who have, you know, probably double that with 20 plus points. A lot of guys, they're getting production from everywhere. They get production from the top, but the production they get from the top is unreal. And of course, one of the best goaltenders in the game right now, Andre Vasilevsky uh, struggling a little bit this season, 898 save percentage after he came back from that hip surgery. Uh, I believe it was to start the season. So a little bit of a down year for an otherwise stellar goaltender. I mean, this is, there's a reason why this team's kind of slipping in the standings. They aren't the complete hockey team they were. They're still very top-heavy with incredible talent, but they aren't the powerhouse that they once were outside of like Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos, you know, being him still. They can't um, last forever, man. They, they've they lost pieces, you know. Uh, just due to age, due to like contract, you know, salary cap stuff. They've lost pieces due to expansion drafts. Like they've just been kind of slowly, I don't want to say falling apart because they're still very good and, and are still very much a, 
playoff caliber team, but have been, you know, slowly taking these steps back over the last, you know, four or five years. And don't get me wrong. They're still a really, really good hockey team. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. they're a top 10 team in shot attempts uh, at five on five. They're ninth to be exact and an expected goals, four percentage, you know, those quality shot attempts that I love the reference. Uh, they're doing, they're doing all right as well. Uh, actually, no, the, the quality of their shot attempts has them ranked 19th. Usually when Corsi is up there, the expected goals four is up there as well. So it's a little shocking to see them slip that fall. Makes you wonder if they're just throwing the puck at the net rather than just trying to make the most of their opportunities. Um, but we'll see on Sunday. It's a tough team to it's a tough team to predict because you know how good they can be. But right now they're just I don't know if it's age catching up with them or if it's just a down year for some of those players, but they are fifth in the Atlantic. Now again, just two points behind you, but in years past, that's a team that would be first or second in the division by like 10 points at this point it's the cracks are showing and it's up the red up to the red wings a young and upcoming red wings to take advantage of that and get another crucial two points and who leads the lightning and face off win percentage brian gotta be luke Lindenning. it's gotta be doesn't it it's gotta be you know i like to do now that i do those little preview graphics i tend to look for players who used to be on the Red Wings to use on the graphic for the other team. I'm definitely using Luke Glendening without a doubt. Get a picture of him in the face-off circle. That's uh, it's where he makes his money, baby. The only time he's on the ice is when there's a face-off. I'm sure that you guys yoink him right after. And he does great. <laughs> he does great. Um, <laughs> That's my dog. Yeah, so tough team to get a read on. Red Wings obviously beat them earlier in the season. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 and again, 22, 17, and 5 overall. So it's going to be an interesting game. They are, just to put a bow on it, super top-heavy. Not great goaltending this year, but still a team you cannot take lightly. Agreed. There you go. Uh, Scotty, we're right about at the limit of our episode. If you want to do one or two, how do you feel about it questions, let's do it. But if not, we can just say, screw it. We did our job. See you next week. Uh, do you have any? How do you feel about Michael Rasmussen right now? Good. I think it's good. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah, he obviously got off to the slow start. And again, like I, I feel the same way about really Fisher. Kind of everybody knew his role all season, but I feel the same all three of those guys, that entire line. I just feel like they've all taken big steps forward since starting to play together. So it's like he finally uh, remembered how big he is and that he can't yeah, bully Which players. was kind of a problem <laughs> earlier on, too. Obviously, the skating to an extent as well. But um, yeah, man, he, uh, he's looking good. Yeah, absolutely. How are you, uh, how are you feeling about the Lions Sunday? Confidence level. Pretty confident, to be honest. I mean, there was a reason why this Buccaneers team won, like, what, nine games? Yeah. You know, there it was a weak division that they were just good enough to win. Obviously, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. And they trounced the Eagles last week, who were, to be fair, falling apart the last few weeks. Yeah, dude. They uh, but, were, what, 11-1? and one? 11 was something like that the mm-hmm. first 12 weeks, and then we're horrible. When Matt distracted. Patricia started calling plays. You take that as you will. Weird coincidence. But yeah, I mean, this is a team that the the Red Wings, the Lions already have beaten once back in October. Uh, they were, and the Lions were missing a lot of key pieces in that game as well. So I think that 
they should be able to win. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I don't think they'll like it'll be as tight. I don't think it could it can't get any tighter than it was against the Rams uh, without it being a tie game. So I, I think I think they'll win, and I think Lions fans are, are going to see an NFC Championship. So I I hope so. I hope so. I mean, like I said, playoffs anything can happen. Um, yeah, that that about does it. I don't think we got anything else. Any final thoughts? Do we ball? We do ball. We'll be back with a new episode on Monday, recapping these two games. So stay tuned for that. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day.